Herbie, welcome back. So we were just getting into it about JFK Jr. Was that you were talking? We were talking about. Yeah, JFK Jr. was really stupid. I, remember, we have to give some some context here for those listening. We were talking about you and your taking the bar exam, and I'm you know and trying to make you feel better. I wasn't here to pick on any anyone in particular. I just right. pointed out that JFK Jr. failed it eleven times. You know, mm-hmm. so. And I, I I called him dumb. It sounds. I mean, that's crazy. Well, I mean, you know what it is. We're all born ignorant, but you have to learn to be stupid. You know, it, mm. it's it's it, it's something. Well, anyway, that's another subject. Probably. So did he? What what was his story? I mean, was he a cool guy? Yeah, yeah, he was what a cool was guy. His, um, he was he was a cool guy. Really, yeah. seriously, he. And he just made a huge mistake by flying in terrible. Oh conditions? well, as no, no, I well, I'm an IFR rated pilot with over 5,000 hours and I can tell you exactly how he did it he flew the airplane into the water because he was he had vertigo so when you're he was he only had 150 hours as a pilot and it was a, it was a dark black night and there was no horizon and there were and there were no stars mm. to navigate by it was one of those mm. black days now if mm. an instrument everyone experiences vertigo who flies on instruments in an airplane we all all pilots who fly on instruments experience vertigo what but is that they, like what, what oh it, it, you feel like you're rising when you're falling you feel like you're falling when you're rising you don't you feel like you're turning when you're going straight it just that you get very disoriented that's vertigo mm. okay mm. And if, if you want to feel what it's like, the closest thing is if you have one of those spinning chairs and you get someone to spin you around enough to get you good and good and dizzy, that's vertigo. Okay. Mm. So he wow. you have to ignore see the instruments don't get vertigo. So you have to learn to trust that the instruments that the airplane is showing you, and there is there is triple redundancy on everything in an airplane. So in other words, it, you know, there's the basic you're looking at one at one at one screen that's giving you the course, but then you have a compass and you have another an, another navigation device which is three times confirming that you're that you're on course. You see what I'm saying? Right. And there are other there are other things that are confirming if you're level, if you're turning left, you're turning right, and all three of those things agreeing means that your ears are lying. And right. but see a brand new pilot like that gets gets starts to believe his ears over them he just flew it into the water he thought he he thought god only knows what he thought he was doing but he he made that plane dive and he when they recovered it the, it was perfect there was nothing wrong with it he just flew it into the water wow that's that's so sad yeah it is sad it really was now what was his vibe was he how old was he about was he in his 40s no age? no 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 not even no not even huh no he had just got married i think mid 30s right. maybe he just married and that pretty and blonde he had girl. Kids, right? And they no, were no, sport. no, no. He, he. Oh, he really? Just, no, he just killed his wife and his wife's sister. Oh, interesting. That's kind of interesting. I didn't. I, I always, for some reason, thought he had children on board. Good. Well, no, no. I mean, kinda, no. The only, you know. the only Kennedy child who's had kids is is Caroline, who turned out great. Caroline is a is a class act. Hmm. I think anyway. She wasn't the one married to. Schwarzenegger, right? No, that was Catherine. No, 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 no. That, that was Catherine Kennedy, right? Who, no, well, who was, no, that, that was, uh, oh my God, the one with I don't the know square, my American royalty, man. You know, the one with the square jaw that looks like she, her jaw is chiseled, <laughs> but she's a but she's a woman. What the heck is her name? Uh, it, it'll come to me. It's not important. Yeah, no. So, wow. So the Kennedy, so JFK Jr., so he was John F. Kennedy. Okay, so he was JFK, President Kennedy's son. Yeah, he was the and, one that was on the president's lap all the time in the pictures that mm-hmm. you see. That was him. Okay, and did he did he have a political career in front of him? Did it seem that way? Yeah, probably. I mean, he had founded a magazine called George that at the time was failing, but you know, the, 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 he was the anointed one for sure. 
sure as sure shit wasn't Uncle Ted. That's for sure. Uncle Ted, yeah. the murderer who should have gone to prison. What was that story? It was a cover up. A, a drowning, right? Or they, well, he car he, something with the car. Okay, very so very famous I'm, story for anyone. He who was a little he was out doing what what Kennedys do, cheating on his wife. He was at a party. He he got uh, Mary Jo Kopechny, who was a nice girl. He had the, he had the hots for. He offered the driver back. He was drunk as a goddamn skunk, and so mm. was she. So they didn't have the sense that God gave them not to do this, and they mm. drove off a bridge at uh, Chappaquiddick. Now, mm -hmm. the car had an air bubble, and she was alive. Oh and Kennedy God. swam yeah. out of the car, left her there. Then he walked back into town, went to a hotel room, and sat there and didn't oh, call God. anyone for over six hours while she sat there suffocating in the car. You're okay. freaking kidding me. No, it's this is well documented. Well, yeah. And then, and I mean, I'm not telling you anything that isn't well documented. Right, and, no, and, right, and, right. And, and then the Kennedy family closed wow. around him. And cut, it's it was covered up, and mm. so the guy was a was a murderer. Mm. I mean, not first degree. It was negligent right. homicide. He wouldn't have gone to prison for life, but he should have gone to prison. What he should right. have done is save the girl. He should, he was clearly, a, you know, a pussy. But, oh my god! Oh my god! How do you live with yourself? Well, you drink a lot. You get more. You get morbidly obese, and you die of brain cancer. Mm. It's a way to do it, I guess. That's what killed wow. him, right? He was. Yeah. Uh, he was. All I really knew of him is that Barack Obama seemed to like him, right? Well, I mean, you, you know, you can't. If, if if you're a Democrat, if you don't love a Kennedy, then you, you're you know not you're part not of the mainstream. Yeah, well, you're not I mean. No one's. I mean, President Kennedy, God rest his soul, was was nothing. He wasn't a bad president. He wasn't a good president. He was nothing. Mm -hmm. But but yeah. I mean, he it, served a full term, yeah? Or no, no, no. He was. He didn't killed. even serve a full term. Huh? No. Uh, let's see, two years, three years, mm. three years. He was wow. in his third year. Wow. Do you yeah. think LBJ took the country in a direction that was different than what JFK would have done? Oh yeah. Oh, LBJ. And how so? Well, it, it's all how you. Uh, well, we are that's not what we're going to talk Ukraine, about. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. We'll, we'll get through. to it. Yep. Okay, briefly, briefly. LBJ is probably, if you rate presidents, see, I don't like to get into the discussion of who was the greatest president. I know you said, feel strong that he's the worst of all time, right? Well, in one way, but in another way, I think he's oh, no, the absolute No, you think Wilson, Woodrow Wilson is the w absolute worst. Woodrow Wilson's the worst president, right. is, the most, is the most evil man in American history. Because you w said he set off the chain of events that started World War One. and One two? and two. No, no, he didn't start World War One. The mistake we made, boy, are we jumping around. I know. So Woodrow Wilson in 1913 did four things that fucked us that's that that's coming to fruition right now, okay? Started the Federal Reserve. Right. What's number two? Um, um, uh, United Nations? No. Okay. He started the Federal Reserve. He passed the amendment to the Constitution that allowed an income tax. Income tax, right. He changed the way that senators were elected. So it used to be the Senate was set up to be chosen by state legislatures. So in other words, the California state legislature would choose the California senators, the Arizona state legislature where I am would choose our senators and so on. Mm -hmm. What that does is you get candidates that aren't so reactive to the whims of the public. And that was the intention of the founders to make the Senate right, an insulation mechanism. Right. Because if you give the house represents the passions of the moment. Okay. They're, they're reelected every two years. They're completely sensitive to polls. They spend 40 hours a week raising money. They are completely sensitive prior. Yeah. And that was true even back then 
pro although the, the idea of government back then was radically different, but that's yeah, too long yeah. a discussion. Yeah. Okay. So then anyway, let's not so you had it. so Wilson, so, you had well, the Federal well, Reserve, the income tax, tax the uh, changing the election of senators and universal and suffrage. Okay. Now universal suffrage in other words, giving the woman the woman uh, the women the vote. Right. That's a good thing, but at the very same time, buried in that, they took away the property requirement to vote. Yeah, okay. I was wondering how you were getting to what you were getting at there. Okay, by taking right. there was a property requirement to vote in the United yeah, States. This is a very controversial and and but it's it's it's, it's something we need to all slow well, down look, and think about before well, we rush one, to judgment. Voting has uh, destroyed America. Voting since 19, 1913 right. has destroyed America. That's why we, because the public doesn't play chess; it plays checkers. It reacts to the move in the moment. It, the, the public is a, is a mass, and the mass is not rigged to think past the moment. That you know, the the polls don't reflect. Well, if we do this, then what's going to happen as a result? And after that, and after that, sure. so. Now I'm going to segue to the Ukraine. We're going to leave Wilson alone for now. Let's leave. Yeah, that for yeah no, leave podcast. Wilson okay. alone. And and and. But but, okay. but right Ukraine before we get to Ukraine, hold on, hold on. Yeah. But right before we get to Ukraine, tell me what the difference between LBJ and JFK would have been. Had, you know, LBJ, give me LBJ, two minutes on that. LBJ passed more legislation in 90 days than JFK did in three years. LBJ was was the most productive in terms of legislation passed president in American history by far. He dwarfed everybody, including FDR. He was a giant of the Senate and knew how to get things done. He was just a tragic figure. He was, he was the, he's like the Hamlet of, of, of American politics. It's really a sad story. I mean, the guy had every intention to do the right thing, but see, the problem with progressivism is it never thinks past intention. And then, you know, we're in the mess we're in. Mm -hmm. so, Inten so your point was, great, but, but anyway. right. So your overall point is there on Wilson. I mean, on uh, LBJ is that he was about the second worst president we had behind Wilson. Is that, is that yeah, fair to say? Yeah, I put him second yeah. worst. Yeah, I put him right, second right. worst. And then, all right, well, well, that's yeah. another story. Let's we'll talk about that another day. I'll yeah, start yeah, no. If I tell you who third is, we'll start a controversy. So, so yeah. let's 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 go. Oh, I already know who it is. Yeah, yeah, uh, don't, yeah, don't yeah, say we it won't go there. I don't want to go yeah, there. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, that's a good wind up. That was a very interesting detour. Thank you for that. Okay. So Ukraine, uh, you wanted to talk about Ukraine. What? Do okay. You want so to talk about? first of all. Just to give you a little background, I worked at the National Security Agency as a Russian analyst and linguist for four years. This was during the Cold War. Okay, so, mm -hmm. but since that time, my Russian is still fluent. I've worked with a lot. I still network and work. My Russian is good. I'm connected. I read Russian. I've read all all the classics in Russian. I'm very comfortable in the language. But more than that, I'm a Slavophile. I I although I'm not Slavic myself, I love that history. I love the Russian history. And, what is Slavic exactly? Well, it's ish. It literally descends from 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 slaves. Literally, I mean, it. That's the, I'm not even get started on the slave thing. Anyway, let's not even go there. Yeah. Let's just talk okay. about what we got going on here. We have a okay. war between Slavs. Okay? But it's Slav. It's Slav. Okay, between Slavs, so it's greater than Russia. Okay. Now let's also understand that historically, until 1964, the Ukraine was always part of Russia, for was centuries and centuries and centuries. What's that? Was it what was the region known as Ukraine? The, Why was that, it okay? So it's just a region it in was Russia a, called Ukraine. Called called Ukraine. It's it was the breadbasket of Russia and Europe. It, it was the source of the wealth of the czars. Hmm. Crimea was always part of Russia. 
Okay, Donbas was always part of Russia. And by the way, today in those areas in Donbas and Crimea, before they were annexed, they were 95% Russian. And in a and in a referendum, they wanted to secede. And the war that was going on between Donbas and Ukraine prior to this war was much like our civil war. The U, U, Ukraine trying to prevent Donbas from seceding and joining Russia, which is what 95% of the people who populate that area mm. wanted to do. So okay. this good guy, bad guy thing is bullshit. Right. Okay. Well, so that's interesting. Well, the Ukraine, I mean, both countries, like, like our country, there are great things and there are horrible things. There are fantastic people like, you know, Volodymyr Zelensky, and there are horrible people. I mean, who do you think ran the death camps for the Nazis? Ukrainians. Okay the most anti-Semitic people on the planet after the Poles. However, since then, Ukraine is now home to the largest Jewish population in Europe. So go figure that one out. Yeah, I was just okay. going to ask you to explain it to me, but I guess there's no well, explanation. because they felt guilty. Volodymyr Zelensky is Jewish. Okay, I mean, hmm. the president is Jewish, the, you know, the guy we're all watching. And and the 30, there's about 36,000 Jews um, from the Ukraine, are in, have, most of them have gone to Israel at this moment. There's, there, there's been a huge rush to Israel just to, just to hang out until this this passes. Yeah. So anyway. So so the history that's okay. So 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 how did Ukraine become independent then? Well, in 19, it wasn't it was it became a an independent. They were independent like Puerto Rico's independent. Okay. I, I mean, it's it's the same kind of independence. In other words very strong ties to the mother country, but not a state of the mother country, a, a separate commonwealth, right. just like Puerto right. Rico. Think Puerto Rico, okay? Mm -hmm. And and we once had that, not just with Puerto Rico, we also had that with the Philippines, okay? We, okay. we owned the Philippines. We won it in the Spanish-American War, and we held it for right. a very long time until basically the second after the Second World War and Reconstruction, the Philippines was granted independence. And, and, and America maintained an enormous naval base in Subic Bay, and we had a great relation, and we still have a very good relationship with the Philippines. So, right. okay, but let's put that away. So the Ukraine, in 1964, Khrushchev, and I'm not going to use Russian pronunciations, because if I do, I'm going to, if I say Khrushchev. Yeah. Don't sound, no, don't sound douchey. Yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah, well, I'm not going to do like, like you never watch people. Hold on, how do you, how do you say it in Russian? Khrushchev. Khrushchev. Yeah, it's just forget it. <laughs> There's a ha in Russian. There's actually a letter that's ha, and Americans don't know how to say it, so forget it. Well, Jews okay. do. Yeah, Jews do. Well, yeah, of course. But all right, but the listeners probably aren't Jewish, so let's just stick with Khrushchev. So Khrushchev in 1964 grants the Ukraine independence because the mm. government in Kiev was a puppet that he set up was a puppet of the, the USSR. And he wanted to show that the USSR was more modern and pluralistic than the United States. And Khrushchev was, you know, this is just before he was overthrown by Brezhnev, by the way. But he did grant the Ukraine. So Why was he overthrown for Bre by Brezhnev? Oh, because Brezhnev believed, Khrushchev believed in confrontation with the West and Brezhnev believed in detente. Okay. So okay. Khrushchev grants Ukraine its independence because there was a puppet government and he wanted to seem... Pluralistic, as you say. Yeah, he wanted to see, he wanted to show that the Soviet Union had lots cool. of states, full of happy people, and the yeah. regime and the regime in Kiev was a Russian regime, a Russian speaking regime. The city was called Kiev, not Kiev. Okay, mm -hmm. I mean it, it, it's 
that was Russian. For years and years, every, everyone in this country is called Kiev Kiev because that was the Russian name of it. But that it alone recognized, should tell you. nonetheless, as a different state Okay, so in, in 64. Right. And then yada, 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 yada. In 2014, they overthrew their own president. Now, grant you, the guy the Ukrainians won, did? Well, with heavily with our assistance. We, we installed... We installed Zelensky? Well, we installed his pre the yeah the pre yes basically we did. Okay. What happened in 2014? I thought that was when Crimea was invaded. I think Russia. that was 20, I'm, I'm not. I don't remember exactly. I don't want to. I don't want to say something that isn't but, true. But forget the exact precise dates. The history you're getting at is is what exactly the 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 the, the, the Ukrainian the, people the people overthrew. The, there had been an election. The massive people thought it was crooked. And they overthrew the elected president. But I think it was Poroshenko. I could be wrong, but I think it was Poroshenko. They overthrew him, and I think maybe it was Zelensky that came in. But then, no, it couldn't have been. Not in 2014. No, no effing way. I forget who it was. But anyway, led to the democratization. And from that date forward, there there was an agreement in 2014. So it was a self-democratization in Ukraine. Well, it was it was a. Yeah, sort of. I mean, when the Soviet Union fell, it became truly independent. But Russia always considered it independent, like, like, Rico. Even, or even no, no, like really part of Russia, like like Texas. It's, it was more. Mm. Ukraine is to Russia, you know. I it's not really. I it's know like what you're if, it. yeah. if Texas were to have a baby with Kansas, Nebraska, and uh, Iowa, so it was the breadbasket of America. Okay, mm -hmm. that would be the Ukraine, a mm. country of, a, a little bigger than Texas. That's the richest growing. And by the way, supplies all of Europe and Africa. We're going to have a famine next year like you have never seen. Right. Okay. Well, that's because nobody thinks that's get that gets to the point. Okay. Right. Because you we're all born ignorant, but you have to be taught to be stupid. Okay. And. Most Americans have been educated in a system that taught them how to think, okay? Not what they should know, but how to think. I'm not talking, and I don't want to get into don't say again all that crap. I'm talking generally speaking, the, the very fact that there are classrooms of 10-year-olds writing letters to the president, 10-year-olds should not be getting involved hmm. in political issues. I don't care what it is, right or left, hmm. Okay. We have, in the public education system, the only vestige of communism left, really true communism. They have a, a, a rock hard grip on a monopoly on education. Okay. They have destroyed the thinking process of everyone younger than a baby boomer. And including, I'm not saying there aren't plenty of kids in, 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 who, who learn. As you get older, facts begin to collide with reality, you know, you know with yeah. perception. So it's, as uh, Churchill famously said, you know, if you're under under 30 and not a, and not a liberal, you have no heart. If you're over 30 and not a conservative, you have no brain. And that's mm -hmm. and and well, that's well, what I see playing out in the classroom. Eh, uh, yeah, I've told you. I mean, just call me four, Herbie. Just just call me Herbie. Herbie. Herbie, easy. Herbie. Forty kids in the class, and I'm the only one over the age of 30 who's had uh, eight years of work experience, more than that, and. Uh, my perspective on these issues is vastly different from them. They're all just like, tear the Listen, system down, man. My hero, my hero, my living hero is Thomas Sowell, who I've tried to get you to read, but for some reason you resist me. But anyway, <laughs> Thomas Sowell was a Marxist until 1968. 
he was a famous Marxist professor. And then he went to work for the government, and then facts collided with theory. And he realized that everything that he, all the aspirational Believe, stuff right. was false, not true. Right. And, and was, the, you just, there is, anyway. So, uh, so back to Ukraine then. So, yeah, so what I are you getting at you. then? What are you getting okay. at? So, getting so with Ukraine, what should I well, know? Uh, what should well, I think? Because I know nothing, truly. First of all, we have no national interest in Ukraine. But since since the end of the Soviet Union, we have been pushing Ukraine. And when we got Zelensky, we had a willing partner. We've been trying to basically NATOize Ukraine without making them NATO. They're bringing them in, let them join the European Union, bring them into the hands of the West. Now you have to look at things. And by the way, before I say this, I am not on the side of anyone invading a sovereign country. I want to make that very clear. Okay, Got pointing it. out the fact that the mistakes we made does not mean that I think that Putin invading Ukraine is a good it's thing. Good or justified? No, or, or just like that, no. Right? It's not just. And there are yeah. When, no, understand. And, you and when we when we learn what the Ukrainian casualties are, we're hearing what the Russian casualties are, but mm -hmm. the media is not reporting what the Ukrainian casualties are, and it's going to be horrific. Mm -hmm. Okay, horrific. Okay, so mm -hmm. I am I am absolutely not in favor of this war. Okay, now I'm going to with tell that you. Said, yeah. with, with all of that clear, right? I'm going, pretend, I'm going to pretend Go I'm Putin. Okay, I'm okay. going to pretend I'm Putin. Right. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, now Putin has been clear since the day he took office that it it was a goal of his. Five years ago. <laughs> uh, yeah, whatever, it was. On, whatever it was, thirty years ago. Yeah. It, it, it's been his goal to bring Ukraine back into Russia. Okay, not he's been saying Soviet, it all not, along. He's not trying to recreate the Soviet Union. He's trying right, to recreate right. Imperial Russia. Okay, mm. so, and he's he's not going to fuck around with the Poles and the Romanians, the Hungarians, because his army got annihilated. Okay, they invaded Ukraine, thought it was going to be easy. Ukrainian military, which could never stand up to NATO if they, if they were on the other side, basically has turned the tide of the war so that, you know, <laughs> NATO would annihilate. I mean, it's, it's a ridiculous concept. Right. Okay, right. so anyway, it wouldn't even, a war with NATO, between, a conventional war between NATO and Russia would last hours. Right. It, it, it would be over that fast. NATO has a fearsome arsenal of incredibly advanced weapons that will just melt the armor off all that crap. Plus you're seeing the product in the Russian military. And I just want to point this out of what corruption does. Okay. This is how corruption ruins everything. So Russia is not really, its government is really a mafia. If to understand how Russia works, Putin is the godfather and the government is the mafia. It's an, in an enormous corrupt enterprise. You with me? Yeah, what's so corrupt about it? For because us they're the, people? enormous graft, enormous graft. They steal like crazy. Putin is one of the wealthiest. It may he may be the wealthiest man in the right. world, but it's all hidden. Okay, plus all mm. of his cronies. Now punishing the oligarchs was stupid. That's just stupid, stupid, stupid. But they're because they're not, most of them don't even know Putin. But anyway, mm. it, it, it anyway. I don't want to get into that but yet. But it's all. I, but I guess it's all geared towards trying to build a, a movement to get him out from inside, well, right? Well, let's hope not. So, but mm. we'll get to that in a minute. Let's just, let, let, let's deal with the preamble to the war and how we reacted to it. And then we'll deal with the consequences of the war, which are going to be catastrophic for us. And as okay. bad as they're going to be for us, they're going to be horrific for sub-Saharan Africa. Right. And even Europe is going to get famine. 
okay, because mm -hmm. of this reaction to this war. These mm -hmm. people play checkers in a world that plays chess. What do you think Trump would have done? Because he's pretty he, good. He's he, got good instincts. We, I think we both agree on that. Okay, prefacing that I did not vote for the orange imbecile. Nor did I, right. Okay, I just want to make that clear. Yeah, yeah. And I, I consider him a lightweight, I, I, but he has his instincts are often correct. Right. He's, he'll, he'll, the thing... People who hate he, Trump. He, he does play. He is a bit of a chess player. Well, Trump he can the thing play. Trump, Trump. Trump. People do. I don't think. I don't know Donald Trump personally, and I think he's probably a very complicated person. And I'll bet you he doesn't have a whole lot of people that he holds close to him because I don't think any. Don't take seriously what Trump says. Just watch what he does. You know, yeah. Trump. Trump is a very spontaneous guy. I mean, he'll say all kinds of crap. You never know. Okay. Right. And a lot of it's lying, and you know, let's let's. But just, his actions are often consistent and principled. Yeah, they're consistent. So I am one hundred percent sure we would have never intervened. Trump was fiercely against the second Iraq War at the time. Right. Unlike some people who pretended like Joe Biden that he was when he was. Now, when you say intervene, you mean economically, uh, all this stuff. He would have never gone along with it. Just like he didn't go. I'll use an earlier case of when he Donald Trump. He would have told Trump's, us to just. just let walk. me tell you how Donald Trump's team? instincts work to our advantage. Why his instincts work to our advantage. Okay. And, I'm, and let me use a real case, not a hypothetical case. Let's not talk about Ukraine in this instance. Let's go to Saudi Arabia. So. Khashoggi. Khashoggi is murdered mm. in Istanbul in the Russian embassy, clearly. Yeah, and Act clearly, people. clearly, MBS was behind it. You know, you can song and dance that all you want, but everyone knew it from the moment it happened. It, they're not going to chop up a journalist inside an embassy unless at the very highest level there's been someone to say, yeah, go ahead. Okay, the, you know, this wasn't a plot or anything. Else. So, and, and the whole world did exactly what you would think it would do, playing checkers. It immediately jumped on MBS and Saudi Arabia was cancel isolated. him. Yeah. Cancel him. You except know? for Trump. Mm -hmm. Okay. And Trump everyone said, thought he was because he's the devil. Right. Everyone thought he was the devil, except that what they didn't really think about was, is that his son-in-law Kushner was in the middle East making the Abraham Accords. Okay. Now Trump had a peace plan for the middle East. That was the most, re I don't think he wrote it. Okay. I think Jared Kushner wrote it um, along with some, you know, find minds that helped them. But the most realistic uh, Israel-Palestinian peace plan ever put forward. Okay. Now, and it was a very good solution. It was a partition, but not two separate states. The, the idea of a Palestinian state is dead. It's never... They, what they, the, so what, what, what have the Abraham Accords proposed? Really? Okay. Well, no, the Abraham Accords are separate. I'm talking about the Palestinian oh. deal. Okay. Okay. But, what did that? What did that? What was that proposal? What was the most recent one then? The pal well, the, the one that Trump proposed was basically to turn the Palestinian Authority into Puerto Rico again. Okay, basically, and Israel would provide its defense, and they would run their own country, and it would be a capitalist society, and everyone would live happily ever after. And and you know, and that would be it with an open border, just like we have with Canada. That's that's what's going to happen over time. Mm -hmm. There's not going to be a Palestinian state. Israel will never tolerate it. It, it, it would be an existential threat to a country that's so narrow at that point that you can see across it to the ocean. Mm -hmm. Okay, There's, it's just not going to happen. That ship has sailed. They had a chance. And the Jimmy difference Carter, there between Jimmy Carter statehood, gave them the chance. Yeah. They turned mm -hmm. it down. Right. But, yeah, so that the ship the difference sailed. between statehood and what the Kushner plan proposes is... Is they're not an independent exactly? country. They, they, they don't get and ambassadors to other places. They don't have right. a foreign secretary. Right. They're, they're a part of Israel. But... Only in, but like Israel in name only. And by the way, Israel providing their national defense, and Israel has the best army in the world. Yeah. 
Okay, it does. Pound for pound, the Israeli army is the best army in the world, period. And Air Force. Okay, okay. fair okay. enough. So, so, let's go back to corruption. What it did the, to, So here's what, what this war was, lo, was lost by Russia because of corruption. The reason the analysts got it all wrong about what happened was they were looking at the count of tanks and the count of vehicles and the count of armor and the count of artillery, not the quality of any of it. Now, when you're in a mafia, everyone takes a lick on every transaction that goes on in the purchasing process. But because you're a mafia, you can't tell your boss that everyone in a mafia steals and everyone in the mafia knows everybody's stealing from each other. But there's kind of a level that they accept. You know, if you take a little, like when, when Bugsy Siegel was skimming a little when he made Las Vegas, they left him alone. But when he started skimming a lot, they killed him. Okay? That's a good analogy. So... Russians know how to, Russia works, and at every step, they would basically cut the... So let me use just a very simple example, tires. We had, there, there were pictures of, in that 40-mile convoy of hundreds of trucks with burst tires. Those tires didn't burst because they were machine-gunned. They burst because in the, in the purchasing process, they probably had like... And I'll use a... I'll use an analogy of passenger car tires that, so that people understand this. They wanted the, 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 the design was for 100,000 mile tires, but to steal, they put on 40,000 mile tires and pocketed right. the difference. They cheapen the quality of the product uh, through all the, and, all the, and they do it at every level. Yeah. It's right. not, it's, it's everything. So the armor, the guns. Corruption the guns. degrades quality. Oh, yeah, horribly. Mm -hmm. So the Russian equipment is, they got a lot of shit. It's the opposite okay? of battle tested. It's, they've got a lot of shit. Yeah, that's what they've got. I mean, they got a huge army of shit, right. and they they have the second worst demographic decline in, in history. In in fifty years, there's not going to be a Russia. All we had to do, all we have to do for China and Russia is wait. The policy to the United States and China and Russia should be just wait. Mm -hmm. There won't be a China in thirty. To Why 40 is years. Russia not repopulating? Because they're. Their horrible communist system instilled such a level of alcoholism mm. that the average life expectancy is 55 and they don't have children. They're in an enormous – you're seeing the whole Russian army in, in the Ukraine. The reason they're not – that's it. Right. You, you think there's anything left? Forget it. That's, that's why they're sending in mercenaries. Yeah. Okay? They don't have enough young people. Russia will cease to exist on its own. It so why did Putin invade? Because he knows that. Because Putin isn't a fucking idiot. And he knows Russia is falling apart. He knows it. Mm. And, he, he, and he's not in denial. He's very clear. Mm -hmm. And, and so he, he, there are plenty of Putin statements in Russian that he understands the demographic cliff. And there is no solution for it. There is, there's nothing to be done. It's past the point of doing anything about it. It's, mm -hmm. it's a fait accompli. They're yeah. already in it. So you can't stop something you're already in. We began ours this year. Okay. But I'll explain ours later. So, and ours won't be, ours is going to be bad, but nothing, nothing like what the Russians are going to go through. And the Chinese, which is the, you ready for this? The sure. Chinese, the Chinese are the oldest country in history. Did you know that? Not, um, not, not by the age of the, by the age of the population. The average age oh, in China is the oldest of any society in history. Hmm. Old geezers. Okay. Here's a second statistic. Okay. China is the most indebted country in history. Mm. They have seven times our level of debt right now. It's horrible. Who are they indebted to? Like us. 
and, and the world and themselves and private mm -hmm. investors and mortgage, the whole thing's a Potemkin economy. It's, it, it's, it's just not real. Mm. And, the, and the one baby policy instituted by Mao finished them off because now the unintended consequence of that is they have they had don't have enough people to reproduce to even catch up now it's too late they're dead and she knows that the reason that she is becoming such an ultra nationalist instead of an internet internationalist is he's drawing back into himself to preserve the ccp the communist party of china because he knows that the all the rest of it is it, it's failed mm -hmm. the the economy so has these failed, two guys you're saying and putin over. and she she are in a very uh, aware, they're aware, yeah, they're aware of their declining countries, and all they feel they can do is harden it, harden up, fortress down, and try to survive. Seeing, that's why you're seeing nationalism going on, because internet they can't compete anymore. China can, for, for example, China can't take Taiwan because they can't make the semiconductors. We can't permit it. Ninety-five percent of the world's semiconductors come out of Taiwan. It, you can't just decide to build a semiconductor plant. You have to have a level of skill in your workers. That's superb. Taiwan has that. If the Chinese came in to try to run, they couldn't run it if they tried. Okay, it, it's just not going to happen. The world's not going to per permit 95% of its semiconductors to be taken by Chinese communists. It's just not mm -hmm. going to happen. Not ever. Okay, and since the Chinese military is equally shitty to the Russians, don't think that she doesn't see that. Plus that strait of water between the countries and say to himself, shit, if we try to invade that island, they'll annihilate us before we ever get there. And that's the truth. They'll never get to Taiwan. Taiwan will kill them in the water. They'll never. Taiwan is one of the, the next to Israel, one of the best militaries in the world. And we are gearing them up. Right. Okay. So how's Biden doing internationally with all this? Biden doesn't have a policy. He just reacts. Yeah, I, I, I mean, ignorantly, I, it, I does seem that way. You know, react, it, react, react. He's reacting well, I guess, but he's reacting. No, no, no. He's, no he re, he did he did what Biden always does. He, if you look at Biden's forty-year track record on foreign policy, he's consistently wrong. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah, he, that's what Bob, he's never be, Bob Gates right said that. Or yeah, that well, he, Bob Gates was right. Right. Joe Biden is a know-nothing. Okay, right. and and I I'm not going to say he's seen. He all does the way. come I think off he that is. way. He does come off as a know-nothing. Look, he. You, you want to see what Joe Biden looked like as a young man? Watch some replays on YouTube of the, of the Clarence Thomas hearings and watch how stupid he is. Right. I mean, I mean here, here's a young guy with, with a constitutional scholar asking legal questions and gets lost in word salad like Kamala right. Harris does. And, and he's a moron. I yeah. mean, we and Clarence we elect Thomas him. hates that man. What's that? I get the feeling it? Clarence Thomas hates Joe Biden. No, you know, Clarence Thomas. Clarence Thomas is—he's bulletproof, man. There I was mean, some beef. No, I just know. I think there was some beef, and it did go back to those hearings. I think, and yeah, I, but, I forget where I heard it. Like <clears throat> Clarence, Clarence Thomas, Thomas felt like—I very much doubt it. Clarence Thomas is a real deal Christian. I think he's—I think he's a. No, a no, forgiver. I know, but but I, I remember hearing something where it's like Biden um, gave something like Biden gave Thomas his word that he wouldn't bring something up in the hearings, and then he brought it up. Oh and, yeah, well. And it was just like, look, it's that's stupid, a good example. Guess, but yeah, the the but, Senate today is a good is a good example of why changing the rules was a stupid thing. To but do. You're right. Biden never impressed me, man. Never. I mean, I'm sorry. The Democratic Party has talent, but it's it's just not progressive. You know, they, they, they there are good Democrats, lots of good Democrats, yeah. but they're so traditional he, liberals. There's an yeah. enormous difference between a traditional and liberal Biden's and an empty vessel. He's a moron. He he was yeah. dumb before he went senile. So right. I, you know. 
I, I don't, I don't so, know. What so, the, so he's, what so you think Trump would have uh, Khashoggi'd the situation and basically. Yeah. So, so I, I want to go hey, back man. to that. I, I want to yeah. go back to that. So Trump takes a lot of shit because he won't cancel Khashoggi. He says, well, he says he doesn't do it and blah, blah, yeah. blah. And, he's, and it sounds like a moron, right? He, Trump sounds like an imbecile, but the whole time he's saying this, right. he's providing cover for MBS. Absolutely. We're still, we're still taking care of Saudi Arabia and letting he's them fight chess. more. He's either he's playing chess or he's extraordinarily lucky. Okay. Right. Now, by doing that, when Kushner finally got the Abraham Accords to the point where it was time to seal the deal, you have to understand that the UAE and Bahrain are vassal states of Saudi Arabia in the sense that they will do nothing that the Saudis don't approve. The Saudis are the giant of, of, of Sunni Islam. The mm. holiest spots in Islam are in Saudi Arabia, and they're the largest country and the most powerful country in Sunni Islam. It's interesting. We're talking a lot about a about vassal states today. I like it. It's an interesting yeah, theme. Well, Go on. Okay, so UAE and Bahrain are independent, but they're certainly under the umbrella of Saudi Arabia. And without M if MBS didn't give the nod, this would have never happened. Mm -hmm. And since right. the Abraham and he did it because his friend Donald Trump had his ass in a terrible right. position. Right. Okay. This is called playing chess, not checkers. Right. So now if you go to the Middle East, you see Israel becoming replacing the United States as the hegemon of the Middle East with their Arab allies to oppose Iran. Okay, mm. that's what's going on in the Middle East now. Israel is becoming allies with Sunni countries. After MBS's father dies, who, by the way, has Alzheimer's disease and doesn't know where he is, but he's still, <laughs> but he's still tacitly the king. He thinks he's in Philly. Oh, he thinks he's the king, but he's, I mean, he's just like half there. But to make a long story short, he, he, he's very old and very weak, and he's going to die any day. And when he dies, MBS becomes king. When MBS becomes king, their private relation with Israel will become public. They'll... Mm. It, right now, they ha they are hugely cooperating because it, in the Middle East, the enemy of my enemy is my friend. Okay, so S Saudi Arabia has come to understand that the United States is not a reliable ally. Okay, it, it just we, because of our politics, we could cut and run at any fucking minute. And mm -hmm. and these Arabs and Jews don't play a one year game; they play a, a millennia game. They're looking at sure. a very different. Uh, you're playing with chess players, really. I keep using mm -hmm. that metaphor yeah. because it's accurate. Okay, so. But Israel has nuclear weapons, a, a sophisticated nuclear ar arsenal, which, by the way, they never test because as when, when asked, they say, eh, we may have and we may not. But if we ever test one, we'll do it over Tehran. Mm -hmm. um, right. I mean, it, they know they're going to go off. They don't have to right. test them. All right? right. You know, so to make a long story short, Israel has a significant nuclear deterrent and the best military in the world. And uh, Israel produces 95% of its own. The only reason Israel buys anything from the United States still is because of the Senate's <laughs> Israel has to buy. It is the biggest Ponzi scheme in history. So this, so this, the aid to Israel is, is never really gets to Israel every, every year, the $4 billion goes kind of around Israel and back into the U S defense contractors. It's a huge payoff to the military industrial state. And in, that looks like aid to Israel. It is, it, it's, mm. it, and Israel doesn't even need it or want it. They make great jets, great tanks, great everything. They have a, they have, they're the most sophisticated uh, cyber war place in the world. I, I mean, just right for a cutting country, edge medical sounds like. Oh yeah, I mean, next thing, the United States is number one in patents just for our size and our university system, but number two is Israel, a country of you know nine million people, but they're Jews, yeah. and some stereotypes are right. I'm sorry. I mean, Asians are the smartest people in the world. The second smartest are Jews in, by IQ, and it's not a big surprise. 
Okay. I mean, it's, the, you know. And what other, and what, what, and it has to do with climate. I think we talked about once before. Yeah, I don't want to get it. It's not important. Yeah. Cause I, cause so I talk Q, to me again. So to bring it back IQ to Ukraine. Very yeah. Bring it okay, back so, to Ukraine. Okay. So let's, so let's go back to Ukraine. So now Trump would have done absolutely nothing. He, he would have, you know, publicly, he would have been, I can just see it. He would have been reticent to even publicly condemn because mm-hmm. he really absolutely. thought that, because yep. he, he saw Ukraine as what it is. Another cesspool of corruption. Now, Volodymyr Zelensky might be an honest man. I don't know. I don't know enough about him to have an opinion. But I do know 100% for sure that Ukraine is more corrupt than Russia. It is, an, it, it is, it is another kleptocracy. It's horrible. Okay? It, it's why it, 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 its economic growth has been feeble. It, it's just a massively corrupt country. So Trump knew that. That's why he kept trying to press to see what the Bidens were doing and all those deals and Burisma and all that kind of crap. All this info, the military industrial complex spreads its tentacles in many, many places. And Biden is corrupt. And, you know, he can pretend he isn't, but he is. Okay. So, and by the way, the apple doesn't fall too far from the tree because an apple tree can only have apples. Hunter Biden is his father. Okay. Mm. Just like my children, whether, and you two are much like your parents, whether you admit it or not. Yeah. Okay, you, a lot of people don't admit it, but we are. You, you know, what, yep. I know for a fact that the fact that my, when I married my wife, I couldn't wait to meet her mother, who, by the way, was beautiful and still is in her 80s and a lovely person. I said, okay, I'm all right. Right. Because, you know, I mean, yep. if her mother was a crazy, yep. if her mother was a crazy, I don't think True. I would have gone through. I mean, really. But then again, Terry wouldn't have, wouldn't have been a crazy. Would have been, you, know, you know what I'm saying? The Apple Yeah, always, this Joe Biden okay. thing. Yeah, the Hunter thing. Okay, Bi- so we're stuck with him. Mm-hmm. We're stuck with him. Okay, because God forbid, the only thing worse than Joe Biden right now would be Kamala Harris. Who's, right. Who is a lightweight in way of, way yeah. out of her depth. And, way, yeah. And, and literally doesn't have the mental capacity to be any better. They, they, they keep saying she needs to get, get better at this and that. You're, it's like telling it's like if it's my, like on a rock to be softer baby i i talk to my dog but i know she's not going to talk back you know what i mean i hate to say it um yeah it's too okay, bad so so anyway so let's, so let's get back to ukraine here's what let's not worry about what donald trump would have done because a we're inflaming half the people that are listening and b it doesn't matter he's right. not president he's never going to be president again i see your Agreed. tweets all the time yeah. but it's forget you, it. that you agree with that? He's not going to be yeah, president. He's not going to be president. You agree he's with me even, on that one? He's not going to be the Republican nominee. He's, it, it, right. It's not going to happen. Absolutely. I don't, and I'll, I'll tell you what I think, because the great collapse will have already happened. He's not even going to run. Mm. Okay. The great collapse is going to take place sometime in the next six, six to eighteen months, and 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 this is this is pertinent to Ukraine. Okay. So let me explain. Yeah, tie it all together, and then I'm let's try to land it at about. Let's land it at the fifty-minute mark. Let's say oh, we've but, got about eight. Let's say we got eight minutes. Eh, I might need a little more, but let, but here, okay. let's go. Here we go. Go okay. to the hour then. Okay, whatever. So here we go. Let me fill my coffee up. Hold on. Pause this. EH, okay. uh, Herbie, one second. Let yeah, me, just let pause me, me out. I'll wait. Yep. Pause. We're live. Go. Okay, so here we go. So here's, you got to look. Now this is, now we're going to lay out the whole board and what Biden should have been looking at, but wasn't. Okay, number one. There's a there's a hard economic law that goes like this, and and I can I'll send you the I'll send you the data that proves it. But inflation is always and everywhere a monetary phenomenon. 
It has nothing to do with the supply chain. It has, in other words, those are all, it does in the sense that it affects it. And it's part, but all of that is caused. Everyone's talking about symptoms instead of causes. It's like saying that a, that a lung patient is coughing up blood. He has, he has blood coughing. No, he has right. lung cancer, right? I mean, so what's it, causing this inflation? The money printing the, then. The money right? printing. So if you look at the FRED, if anyone is listening, goes on the internet and just types in F-R-E-D, all this capitals, you'll get the Federal Reserve's monetary money supply M2 chart. And when you see it, you'll see it going on pretty much growing, but not crazily growing, growing. And then we get to 2020 and COVID. So America's economy, is, it's been a perfect storm of disaster that's going to lead to a collapse now, not later. We are the generate. We've been saying for years and years, we're laying this off on our children. I got news for you. We're the children. We're going to experience the collapse very, very soon. Okay. The it's, it's already begun. monetary system? The whole world. The whole world's going to go into a collapse of epic proportions. I mean, of, of historic proportions. The entire fraud. Because everyone, including us, has printed too much money. With nothing behind it. Elizabeth Warren said something breathtakingly stupid the other day. She said, don't buy Bitcoin. You're just buying air. If, if, if you buy dollars, <laughs> the government's standing behind it. With what? Mm. That, I mean, okay, that's almost a direct quote. Feel free to look it up. With what? Right. What, what's the government backing it with? It's full faith and credit. Well, what happens when this government's credit turns to shit? Which is exactly what's happening. That's what inflation is. Okay, so mm. so here's what's going to happen. I'll take it, and this will, Ukraine's going to weave into it. I'm just going to take you through. By making the claim I just did, let me just prove it, and Ukraine's going to come in, and then we'll be done. Okay, so. Okay. The money supply has been out of control since 2020. It started under Trump, and it accelerated under Biden. All the, and then Biden comes into office and throws kerosene on. Started the under Trump, you're saying? It was at the end of COVID. No, I mean at the at, end of at, his term. No, no, at the yeah, at the end of his term. And when COVID right. hit, Trump reacted very quickly. He did one thing hugely right, which which is the vaccine program, which is very very. He ran, that was one of the smartest government. Pro Again, I don't know if he thought of it or if he just had great people, but whatever, whoever yeah, decided likely not. But you got to admit it happened under his fucking administration. And, so give and, him the credit. And that, well, the, I don't know, but it, it doesn't right. matter. That's it, how I feel. Look, I, I'm a you know I'm anti political. I don't even I, I don't Truly. care. So let's so yeah. let's go. Let's hold on. Plug your website. Real is it is it. What is your website again? Antipolitism.org. But let me tell you, this okay. morning we were out at the Arizona Capitol. We were filming yeah. We were filming the video. We're launching a crowdfunding campaign in a few days on, I think, six different sites. And mm -hmm. we're going to – We're. where do you see what we're going to do? We're going to – when the country collapses, we're going to be there because right. the collapse is coming. Right, right now, antipolitism is a far-out idea from the mainstream right. you know it would be easy 12 to, months it won't be you're saying 15 the months. radical becomes reasonable when the shit hits the fan okay so go on okay so where were you you were telling me okay, about so, the great okay, collapse so, so, the, so first of all we're, we're in this inflationary spiral to begin with the mm -hmm. inflation that we're experiencing now was going to come oh anyway. yeah it started under trump it started under trump well actually it's been building forever but trump lit the COVID lit the fuse. Okay. The reaction, our country's reaction to COVID and the world's reaction, what the world did was take itself into a artificial depression on purpose and cover it up with fiat currency. In other words, we shut down our whole fucking economy. That's a depression. Okay. Mm -hmm. We stores were closed. People weren't going to work. How come no one suffered? Because the government was sending out money like it was water. Inflation is always and everywhere a monetary phenomenon. 
You, mm. you just got to know that and you have to, it's a fact. It's not, it's not a theory. I can prove it. I can send the data. I'm happy to give it to you. It's when the money, the inflation will match the money supply. We're going to, we'll be in over 10% inflation before Christmas. Okay. There's just no way to avoid it. It doesn't matter what the federal, mm -hmm. the federal reserve is faced with two choices and they're both bad because we have a, this federal reserve chairman is, is terrible. So, but I, I could go into a tangent on that too. So, so let's just, right. If the federal reserve rate, the only way to stop an inflation is, is to kill the economy. I mean, there's just, that's it. That's, that's why back in 1979 and 80, when Paul Volcker was the fair, the fed chairman and Reagan was the president, Reagan understood that he had to let the economy be killed. People forget the first two years of, he was. What do you officer. mean by that? A kill the economy uh, you, to to stave off inflation. What does that mean exactly? You, well, you have to. Infl inflation becomes a psychology. Okay, once it starts, it's it's rampant. No one wants to be the first one to stop. You can't stop raising your prices because everybody else is. And and once it's kicked off, it's almost impossible to stop. The only way to stop it is to cut off the money supply. And I mean, cut it off. So, so mm, I see what you mean. So, if we were on a gold standard, it would have never happened. I want to point out that prior to 1913, America had had a lot of recessions and a few depressions, and the government did nothing about them. And the 19th century was the strongest growth history in the history of the world. Okay. And in 1920, there was a depression from 1920 to 21, as soon as Warren Harding took office. And Warren Harding did exactly the right thing. Nothing. He was the Nothing. he and Calvin right. Coolidge were the last two presidents who had, who understood what danger we're in. Okay, so Warren, whether it was on purpose or by accident, I, with Coolidge he knew. Warren Harding, I don't know, but Harding did exactly the right thing. Okay, regardless of what, anything else about him, he did nothing, and the economy recovered. The depression was over in nine months. Now, another, it's. In 1929, as soon as as soon as uh, Hoover took office in 1928, he changed the way the government operated. He was a Wilsonian progressive as a he was a progressive Republican. He was a like Teddy Roosevelt. Okay, he was in those days Republicans were progressives too. I know right. that's hard to believe, but it's true. Right. So Hoover, who was the hero of the European Reconstruction after World War One, was a great technocrat and believed that that you could have elites of trained professionals who could make society better than it is. That's basically progressivism. You, you, mm. you, you see a problem and the experts know best and the public is thereby coerced to go along, but it's for their own good and they're happy in the end. Mm. Okay. Hoover did, is putting this in and predictably the economy goes in, the stock market crashes in 1929 as a result of this. Hoover reacts exactly wrong. He ramps up everything he's doing and we, begin to plunge into the Great Depression. Mm. Hoover is voted out of office in 1932. Roosevelt comes in. Every program that Roosevelt had was Hoover's to begin with. The CCC, the WPA, all that was Hoover's idea. Roosevelt took it all and turned it on steroids. So they made the they made a depression into the Great Depression. And all of American history, no Great Depressions, it was caused by the welfare state. It, it, it was caused by exactly what we're doing. And we didn't learn anything by this. Nothing. Okay, so here we are. Let's fast forward and get down and wrap it up here. So, what is the lesson then? What is the lesson to be learned? Got, don't, don't just let it happen. Let it depression run its course. The government should have no role in private enterprise ever. Nothing. Mm. Zero. Nothing. They okay. They ruin everything they touch. They should this the whatever regulation there is should be at the state level. 
because we're living in a decentralized world and our government has to be decentralized too. You can't keep co concentrating everything to the center to a bunch of morons. And Are we living in a decent? Well, I know what you mean in the sense that everything is we're local. Living like, we're, we're, we're living in a dystopia. Reality is local. We're living in a dystopia. People are stupid, oh. okay? Because they were but taught to be stupid. But you can't have flights. You know, then you go to aviation. It's like you can't have state-by-state -state flight regulations, right? I don't think. Or maybe you could. You don't need them. Let me ask you a question. Do you think if the airlines weren't regulated that they go around killing their customers? What do you think? I, I let, don't know. It's let, a good question. Let's ask I a hear question. You. No, let's yeah, ask a question. a question. Okay. They'd save a lot of money, and so would the customers probably. No. <laughs> Well, right. No one gets on an airplane if they think they're going to die. If they started having crashes, that would be it. End of story. Right. Even I, one. That, okay. That's the, that's the classic, um, isn't it? That's the classic conservative libertarian, if you will, uh, bent on things like the market will take care of itself. itself. Yeah. Look, it's good business to take care. The reason that most. Right. To not kill your customers. <laughs> Most, mm. most, the vast majority of people hearing our voices and out there in America later and all every, all those businesses are run by basically decent people who understand that private enterprise is a voluntary arrangement. Okay. No one is coerced to deal with any business. You don't have to deal with, and there, there is no business in America that doesn't have a competitor, even Amazon. Okay. So you can certainly, if you don't, if you hate Amazon, which I don't, I love them. And you know why Amazon is huge? Because they're great. Right. <laughs> I mean, and when yeah. someone comes along that does it better, that it won't be Amazon anymore. They'll get killed. Right. And that's the that's the what's called the creative destruction of of capitalism. And if you don't think it can happen to Amazon, no one thought it could happen to, I don't know, Xerox either. But it's gone. Zenith is right. gone. You know, I, mean, I, I, I could the, when I was born in 1957, of the 500 companies that were in the S and P 500, the largest in America, only 50 are left. Uh, the other 450 went broke. That's the, but what replaced them was better. Yep. There is, when I hear Biden and the, and people talk about creating a green economy, see here are three, um, and then I want to finish this up on Ukraine and then we'll wrap it up. Okay. Ready? Okay. There yeah. are three questions that no progressive program can ever stand. You can, if you put these same three questions to everyone, you, there's not one that you think will ever work. Question number one is compared to what? In other words, if you say we, you know, capitalism, let, let's say, is creating disparities in the in the country, and if we intervene, we can we can reduce the disparities. Compared to what? Where's this ever worked before? Where has a government ever intervened to correct disparity where it worked? Answer: n mm. No one, never. It's never worked. That, right. so, Your answer is always going to be it's better than what it's going to be better than what we have now. Okay. Then we go to the second question. Show me your data. Let's see the empirical. Oh, fuck you. Yeah. Okay. And then the third question is, what's it going to cost? You're never going to get to the third question. There, it, progressivism is aspirational. God bless progressives. They look at everything and say, there's something wrong, throw money. You know, let's do something. They don't, they don't consider that there are, there are no solutions, only trade-offs. So for example, let's, now we're going to go back to Ukraine and wrap this up. I got my coffee. Take okay. your five, take five, seven, eight minutes. If okay. you, need, you know, don't, okay. don't, don't, don't speed rush. through it. Good. Yeah. Good. Don't rush. Okay. So we have all this money being created. Biden comes to office. He prints up trillions of dollars more. He, even, even what he passed was too much. The 1. Trillion, uh, 1. 1.9 trillion, not one more dollar needs to go into the economy. It, it, 
again, inflation is always and everywhere and everywhere a monetary phenomenon. Always. There is no historic, not unemployment, not the price of oil, not Putin's inflation and all that bullshit. It's a monetary phenomenon. And it was caused by both Republicans and Democrats that this has been coming for a very long time. Right. We just happen to be the unlucky sons of bitches that are here when it's going to end. Okay, this has been going on since 1913. Woodrow Wilson planted the seeds and we are the end of it. Okay, we are also experiencing exactly what Alexis de Tocqueville um, predicted in 1805 when he said the American democracy will end when the taxpayers figure out they don't have to pay for benefits to themselves. Right. Okay. And in 1957, Ayn Rand wrote the second best-selling book in history after the Bible, Atlas Shrugged, which spookily predicted what's going on right now. That's why so many so many libertarians are passionate about Atlas Shrugged, because when you read it, you go, oh, Jesus Christ. I mean, mm. we're right in the middle of it. I right. mean, it, 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 it's, it's spooky prescient. And it sucks. I heard the book sucks. <laughs> well, I don't like the book. It's, got, it's just, God damn it. When he starts giving speeches, they go on and on and on and on. But right. th that's neither, listen, who, who can read the Bible? It just has parts that people like, right? I mean, you know, right. people pick and choose. So anyway, so let's, Let's, so here we are. This has been building. Biden comes to office. The money supply, the M2 is obvious. It's off the charts. The inflationary pressures are building. But these guys grab onto something called modern monetary theory. Again, mm. there is no data to support it whatsoever. But the theory goes like this. Is Since, it Keynesian? It, well, it's, it's worse than Keynesian. Keynes, by the okay. way, is the third most evil figure in history, in my opinion. Okay. Mm. Just we'll have to do another episode on monetary policy. Okay. Even yeah. This one was lo largely yeah, related to it. Economic, yeah. And that's why you watch on TV and you see on CNBC or MSNBC or Fox or anything else, everybody they're bringing on is economists saying the reason they're not seeing it is they're all Keynesians and Keynesians don't live in, they're theoretical economists. They don't factor in any other factor but the numbers and their their belief that there can be an authority that can regulate the ups and downs of capitalism, even though when you ask that first question compared to what, they have no track record of being able to do it. Okay. okay. So, so, so before so, I took you on that tangent, you were getting at... Okay. So, uh, so Biden comes to office you know, and he throws yeah. kerosene on and the inflation is going to come anyway. All right. Modern... Okay. Modern monetary. Modern monetary theory says you can spend mm -hmm. all the money, all the dollars you want, as long as you have the reserve currency. As long as the dollar is the reserve currency of the world, it doesn't matter how much you print. Where they came up with that, I don't know. Why they came up with that was to justify this spending. It is a bullshit theory. There's no reality to it. Okay. However, I'm telling you that in the White House, they, they smoked that crack all the way. Okay. So... If you're asking yourself, how can Biden keep doing this? Why does he keep wanting to pass Build Back Better? It's because he believes truly in modern monetary theory. But again, he's a moron. Okay? Mm. Now, the Ukraine thing comes up. Now, again, there are no solutions, only trade-offs. So I have to talk a little bit about COVID because it, link it links into Ukraine. Prefacing that I am vaccinated. Okay, this has been a clusterfuck of massive proportions. And if you go back in my podcast on the on the Radical Reset, my podcast to March of 2020, I said exactly what I'm going to say now. They should have taken a breath. 
I said then, you know, we knew then what the same things we know now. It killed the it kills the old and the fat, and it doesn't kill children. And right. for everybody else, it's a miserable flu. Okay, that's it. Okay, eighty five percent of the deaths in COVID are people over 85 or morbidly obese. No one ever talks about morbid obesity because somehow that's fat shaming, but someone should have been crowing, and I, I fault everybody for this, they should have been crowing from the rooftops, lose weight fast. Mm. Obesity will kill you with COVID. But for right. the most, but I mean, most of us... That's been a known thing for a lot of diseases. Okay, we knew that then. Okay, yeah. We also knew that children... Worldwide, weren't being affected. Why we are vaccinating and masking children is a mystery to me. Okay, just a mystery. There is absolutely no data to suggest. I mean, you can find you know you know less than less than two hundred children have died in the United States from COVID since the beginning, and they were all horribly ill. One hundred percent of them were going to die anyway. I don't mean that to be so cold, but so many of the deaths from COVID were deaths with COVID, not of COVID. So because because of the COVID overreaction, this this freaking, I mean, even now, you and I both know that people are wearing masks in and out of stores, even after the CDC has, has already finally admitted that cloth masks are useless. Right. Okay. The CDC came out with it. They said, you know what? These cloth masks don't do anything. Don't do anything. Right? Okay. They are strictly- Jinx, me a soda. Yeah. They're, they're, just, they're just posing and people are still walking around with them. They've, it's, anyway. Right. But back then I said we should wait and see how this – what I suggested then was fully inform the American public, work as fast as we can to develop a vaccine, and ride it out. Right. Okay? That would have been the correct policy, which is, by the way, what Sweden did, who got a, who got a better outcome than we did. Okay? Mm -hmm. So I'm just saying that it's not like – you know, if you ask me compared to what, I'd say Sweden. Okay? So – and what the Swedish prime minister did is what our president should have done, which is to say, look, all Americans, here's the thing. If you're over 85, shut yourself in right now until the, until the, the vaccine is developed. Right. If you're morbidly obese, you should isolate yourself until the vaccine is developed. And when it's developed, if you don't we take overreacted. that vaccine, you're out of your mind. Everybody else, when we get the vaccine, they should have been – look, the mRNA, <laughs> mRNA vaccines were never designed to prevent – they're designed always to reduce the severity. <laughs> Someone should have told the truth about that to begin with. So people didn't weren't like surprised when they like right. I got Delta after I was vaccinated, but it was nothing. Okay, right. and so as far as I'm concerned, great. Same here. Yeah, I got yeah. I got a I got it after I was vaccinated, and I, I I wouldn't have known I had it had I not been required to get tested. You know what? The only, the only reason I went to get tested, I I thought I had a little cold, but I I was eating a steak and suddenly I couldn't taste it, and I went, hmm. ah, shit, I have COVID. So then I, I drove over to the VA because I'm a, I'm a veteran and they did a fast test. And yeah, I had COVID. So I isolated myself for 14 days, which, by the way, most Americans would do voluntarily. We didn't right. need this massive intervention of coercion and this right. artificial depression that. and this artificial depression we created and then covered it up in fiat currency that's sparking what's happening now. Again, there are no solutions, mm. only trade offs. Inflation is always. So, tie, so how does monetary. it tie into Ukraine? Okay, So now we come. It's getting much worse. We overreact to that, and now we get a second crisis, the Ukraine. Okay, the Ukraine is the most serious European war since World War II. No doubt about it. Okay, however, we have no national interest in Ukraine, and nobody took even a moment to point out that if you look, were sitting in Putin's chair, and you looked at how NATO surrounds you everywhere, okay, a NATO country, which we were pushing them to become, 
in his underbelly, it would be like saying Texas. It would be as if Mexico suddenly decided it, it was a vassal state of Russia. How much? How thrilled would we be of that? If the Mex if the Mexican president are and Mexico is so, were we really angling for NATO for them to join NATO? Oh is yeah, that, is it? we pushed. Okay. The, we lit the fuse under this the same way we lit the fuse under Hitler. This is exactly the law of unintended consequences. This is how this happens. Nobody thinks it through. How? Who set the Who set the fuse on Hitler? Wilson. By by inter, by even going into World War One, we had no reason to go into World War One. Was a fight between empires in Europe. We right. had no empire. We had no, no one. We had no dog in that hunt. We went into there because Wilson mm. wanted to, because he was a globalist. Okay, and so we tipped the balance of power to the to the Allies, which would the war would have been fought to a draw, and they would have gone home and licked their wounds. That would have been the end of it. And the Germans in World War Two were not Nazis. There were plenty of Jews who worked for the Kaiser at the highest levels. Otto von Bismarck himself hated anti-Semitism and and Germany wasn't Nazi. Just trust me, it wasn't Nazi Germany. Yeah. It was it was it was the the country of so Einstein. You, Einstein right. would have never left Germany but for Nazism, mm. right? Okay. So 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 yes, yeah, so this the Ukraine crisis. So anyway, and, and, and you can see how that goes from World War One. So now Versailles happens, we we impoverish the Germans and we get Hitler. And at the very same time, the Germans, as they're, as they're falling, they send a train with Lenin and Trotsky into Russia, into an already brewing rebellion. To, and we have world communism and 100 million dead people. That would have never happened except for Woodrow Wilson. Hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm just telling you, it, this right. is just, we, we caused in the 20th century, we, through not us personally, but our government, caused 200 million deaths. If we hadn't, that was the act that set it all off, intervening in World War One. World War One historically is the most meaningful, meaningful war in history. Mm. And it's because of that. Had we not intervened, none of this would have happened. And we've learned nothing. So now Ukraine comes off. Now I'm coming back to Ukraine. Yep. A, a thinking president okay, and not an idiot, would have looked at it and said, we have no interest, we'll publicly decry it, but you know what? We have no dog in this hunt. We're, that's as far as it's going. And the press would have gone wild and, and, you know, blah, 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 blah. But eventually, see, facts are inconvenient, and sooner or later, the truth of the story would have made its way out, okay? That is, there are two sides of this story, although I think the Russians are wrong, but you can understand at least why they're doing it, and it's just not our fight. And, and they're I, doing it, and they're doing it to to consolidate Russia before their population collapses. Mm -hmm. Okay, I mean they're in they're in severe. I'm telling you, demographics. Was are this everything. a mistake on Putin's part? Yeah, terrible. He he believed the, he believed his own bullshit. The worst thing you can ever do in life is believe your own bullshit. Mm. Okay, so but no one was telling him no. This is what happens when you get isolated. Right. You know, one of the you got to have one of the things about anti-politism when I designed it was is that you can't have a political career. You serve one ter term and you're done. That's the end of it. You're in and you're out. Right. Everybody who wants to freshen up on that, check out episode 38, I believe it is. Right? Actually, you can pick up a copy of a, rad a radical. Oh, reset. that's even better. That's yeah, even better. Yeah. And you can get it on Kindle paperback or hardcover off of Amazon. Where do we get that? Where do we get that? Amazon? Amazon. A radical reset. E.H. Ivan. Search on that. You'll get it. Boom. Perfect. OK, so yep, that's good. So back to Ukraine. So, so bring it home, yeah. Okay, so we we would have if we did nothing, basically it would have gone past. We would still end up in a horrible, horrible, horrible depression. It was coming anyway, but it would have been years later. We have we just threw 
we just moved everything up. You know, the, the inevitable is now With our COVID spending. Our COVID spending made it made for sure this was going to happen. There's nothing Biden, nothing. There's too late. By the time Biden took office, it's too. Well, what late. has Ukraine got to do with uh, the great collapse that we've sped up? Because we've caused a lot of unintended consequences. The sanctions that we placed on Russia have made international shipping a nightmare. So Russia, who is the largest supplier, because no one will insure their ships now. Russia, who is the largest supplier in the world of fertilizer, and I know this sounds like I'm making a big big deal out of a pile of shit, which is what fertilizer is, but, and by the way, nitrates as well, they can't ship it. That means that this year in Africa, there is not any fertilizer for the crops, which is why Africa will go into absolute famine in the spring of next year. Famine, like you've never seen, because of the Ukrainian war. They simply don't have any fertilizer. And, and, I, and it, it's, it was so predictable. Ukraine supplies 40% of the world's wheat. Okay, there will be no wheat coming out of Ukraine today. Now, the United States will be affected, but we'll be able to, you're not going to go hungry. You're just going to have, we're going to have a more Soviet grocery store. You know, there's going to be a lot less choices. Okay, because that's how our lives are going to change drastically. Because a lot of things that we were taking from the international market are going to go away. Okay, Mm -hmm. and life's going to change. It's going to change until we dump the stupidity that we're doing. And I'm sorry. There's no, and at this point, I wish I could say there was a happy outcome, and there isn't. That we're going to have to go through it. it there's just, it's already started. The, the right. inflation that you're seeing now is just like before a tsunami. The tide kind of goes out a little bit, and then suddenly- Maybe in eight years we come out of a- we get, it's, I don't know. Who, who can predict what's going to happen from yeah. this disaster? The reason that I came up with anti-politism was I knew this was coming. I didn't know when, when I wrote it, but I knew. When I did you write it? How about three ago? years ago. Hmm. Okay. When I wrote anti-politism, I saw this coming. I, I knew, I, I even said to everyone who would listen to me then, I said, you know, I don't know what the straw will be that breaks the camel's back, but it'll be, it's coming. Because, and I, the reason I knew it was coming is because the government fucks up everything it touches. You can't hmm. see anything the government does well, except write checks. That's it. Everything it manages, everything it touches, everything it gets involved in ends up fucked up. So I knew that it wouldn't be long before a major fuck up. I didn't, I never dreamt it would be global pandemic, but that's mm-hmm. it. Okay. That was it. Once- now, what do you think? So what do you think of the global pandemic? Does it appear to you to just be this? Na- what do you make of the origin? Well, clearly the Chinese <laughs> let it out of the lab. Come on. It wasn't a pangolin. Give me a break. You know, or a, or a bat? No, fuck that. No, the Chinese developed it in a lab. Seems like an accident. It was an accident because right. they were corrupt. Again, it's a kleptocracy. Nothing there works well. They don't even how we were funding the research in that lab is beyond me. You know, companies don't like the manufacture in China because they make low end stuff really, really well. But the reason Tesla is the number one selling electric car there, and they have their own brand, is they're a brand of shit. Mm. It looks pretty, but it's shit. Okay, and and mm. you you just I mean I'm looking off to the side. The biggest beneficiary of the global demographic collapse is going to be India and Mexico, the youngest countries in the world. I'm just telling you, they're going to be the only place left. The only way to get through this, there's going to be such a global shortage of workers because of the baby boom didn't have enough children to replace it, and then the millennials had even less, and the mm. gens that have come less even less. 
we are not replacing ourselves. Yeah, the things that are coming now, they're not even. Well, they're hard. They're hardly having sex with opposite well, sex. Well, the po- the problem is, is that if we don't <laughs> replace kidding. ourselves, if we don't have children, okay, and this is again ditching the nuclear family. What a stupid fucking idea! But mm-hmm. we totally no, it. that's totally valid. Um, I mean, persp- uh, I, view to take. I think you know, having mom at that's home. That's a lot. That's a lot of what the conservative. You know, a. It's it's a huge component of what's going on in the culture war. You know, a, a move away from the nuclear family. Um, oh, listen, welfare yeah. guaranteed. Look, twenty percent of blacks lived in nineteen. So from the Civil War, from eighteen sixty seven and sixty eight to nineteen twenty, under Jim Crow, black income increased fifty percent by itself. And the reason why that was, okay, is because Jim Crow was a series of agreements, not laws, primarily. In other words. There was no Jim Crow law. You know, the Jim Crow lies, those black people can't do this and that because they're that. No, Jim Crow was a series of agreements throughout the Southern culture. That was Jim Crow. They were serious. I don't know, if, I don't know who was agreeing to him. You know, I'm not going to. Were black I, people agreeing I, to take no, the no, separate? No, no, among, no. Among the whites. It was an right. agreement among the whites who held all the cards, okay, to. They Sounds sim- like oppression to me. I'm, it, it, no, see again. You're looking at it through a through a 20th century lens. They didn't hate black people. A lot of it was they didn't want to compete with them they on just wages. Didn't view them as uh... they, they didn't want to compete on wages. So here's the reason that blacks did so well under Jim Crow, and they did. Okay, I'm talking economically, not not lynchings and things. That's not what I'm saying. Okay, yeah. I'm saying if you look at black economic growth from the Civil War until 1960, it was a wonderful story. Blacks were doing great even under Jim Crow because, as I was about to say, agreements break down when they hit reality. And as it turns out, if you're a businessman and a black person is willing to do the job for less than a white person and he'll do it better, you're going to hire the black person. And then the black person, as you come to appreciate him, your, your prejudices melt away and he grows within your company because you're working hand, the, the perceptions you have have been changed by contact. Now, where are you going with this? You're going to bring in welfare? Yeah. It, poverty was dropping like a stone. We institutionalized it. Prior to 1965, nowhere and in no time did we have the violence and social breakup we're experiencing now in American history. Not once. Not once. Prior to 1965, there was the, the cities were essentially safe. The streets were absolutely safe for your children. There was right. just none of this poisonous destruction that's going on now. And I know this is going to sound quaint, but even when I was a kid, you didn't talk about politics. It was impolite. Mm. Okay, seriously, it was impolite. Well, who now, knows? I don't know. So now they, they create the welfare state, the institutionalized poverty, and surprise, you know, when you treat people like stupid infants, which is what welfare does, it basically says you're right. not good enough to make it unless we help you. Right. Right. We have to help you because you're just not good enough. OK. And, and that's the that's the the actual message. Not we really care about you. We're going to take care of you. No, we're a superior class of people who want to take care of you inferiors. That's how. Believe me. And it breeds resentment. Yeah. And then that, no, I, 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 I see the validity in that. Listen, I know why black. I understand why black people are angry. They're just they're just barking about a legacy that doesn't exist. It's the welfare state. The very thing that they've embraced is the very thing that's destroying them. Black single fam- families went from twenty percent in nineteen fifty nine to seventy percent today. It is not a it's some kind of a coincidence that that their their the their urban culture fell, fell apart. The welfare state created it.
That's why all the solutions never work. Okay, they don't work because the theme here, another theme here, tying it all together is take the government out of it and let the human relations heal the wound themselves. In anti-politism, the federal government will do four things and four things only. Defend the shores. And by the way, I believe in a strong defense. America has to maintain a strong defense for lots of reasons. Because basically what's going to happen is Russia and China are going to collapse and we really have a chance to build a better world after it happens. Okay. And we need the you neocon you go on. No, 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 no. When I say better world, I mean, free, free market, anti-political world. I don't mean like neocons mean, I don't mean they, I don't think another country has to be America. They can do whatever they fucking well, please, but a world without the welfare state and the cold war that's finally will be over. Mm. Okay. So, Anyway. Okay, so defend the shores. Okay, so they and borders. Or just of course, the shores? that's that's okay. part of the same thing. Shores and borders, just clarify. However, right. in the in a radical reset, I solve the immigration problem. In an anti-political government, and the, when you read the solution, you'll you'll think, oh, that makes perfect sense, and then you'll then quickly say it'll never happen. And you're right, it'll never happen as long as it's Republicans and Democrats. But pretty soon, everyone's going to hate them like they hate poison. Overnight, everyone's going to hate the government. Because it's going to turn to shit, right. like you've never seen. So protect seen. the shores and the borders. Okay, conduct um, foreign policy. Conduct foreign policy. Okay, that's number two. Maintain okay. the books. That's the treasury. Maintain the books. Okay. And the attorney general chase chase down interstate criminals because you can't let mm. someone commit a crime in New York and then run to Arizona and get away with it. Okay, there has mm. to be there has to be federal law enforcement for that reason. Which is interesting because. You know, certainly if you look at like if you take an originalist constitutional view, if you're a conservative, you I'm know, not a there's conservative. Not a, you know that. Right. right. No, I know. I'm just saying for, for the conservatives out there, you know, the federal government generally isn't thought to have much of a police power. Um, I know but, the, um, the FBI was created um, again by Woodrow Wilson by. Um, yeah. I wonder what the constitutional um, well, the FBI foundation is, the, for the, the FBI, FBI is. never has never been chartered. It's just this thing it's that there. grew off of the Justice Department. I would shut down the FBI altogether. There's probably I, a lot of institutions that are quasi-constitutional. Let's be real. So, okay, an anti-political president, an anti-political president, would shut down the FBI because the see what people, don't, the attorney generals around the country are excellent, and a lot of people don't know how they work. You probably do going to law school, but they have their own investigators, and they're very, very diligent and good. The FBI is redundant. So when we take away the drug war, which we will under anti-politism, because right. that was a route from the beginning. I mean, come on. Anytime you ban, anytime you ban a seed, yeah, and we institute weed and seed, and and we we have a truly free market economy where most of the power rests in the states. And the reason it's not because I'm a confederate; it's because every state is like a different little country, and you can't govern Arizona like you govern New York. These one size fit all plans just don't work. California is unique to itself; it's very different than North Dakota. You can't have the same. What kind of an idiot thinks that you can have a universal plan? So that has to devolve to the states because the governor of the states and the state legislature, number one, know their own state because they, they're living right. in it the whole time. And number two, I got to be honest with you. I've seen the governor of Arizona at least a dozen times out here around Phoenix. I mean, if they weren't doing a good job, they'd be they'd be massacred. <laughs> I mean, they're, right, they're much right. closer to the people. They're not right. they're not up in their ivory tower. Totally, totally. You know, and totally, and when Doug yeah. Ducey is term limited out, which he's going to be after this term, he's going to become another private citizen right here in Phoenix, and he's going to be popular. But if he right. was unpopular, he deserved what he got. Mm. Okay, same thing. You know, 
you, states are different. Why did Kirsten Sinema vote the way she did? Because she lives, she represents Arizona. It wasn't, it wasn't some kind of a mystery. She likes her job. All this, if they're dreaming, mm. if they think they're going to get rid of Kirsten Sinema, she is Arizona. I mean, right. it, it, it's just, you, right. but again, you, you would never get Kirsten Sinema as the senator from California. She'd get crushed. It's just a whole different sensibility. Right. Okay. And, it, it, and that's why you have to, that's why the Confederacy took it too far. They were literally separate countries. That's not right. There's a lot of right. benefit to having a fr an open free market and open borders between these 50 sovereign states. It, right. it, the benefit is much bigger than anything that we could possibly gain by segment by 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 right. secession. However, right. if a state secedes, the boundaries are important. Those the, those certain rules, the federalism concept, is important for now. So you can't have well. I'll tell you right now. Once we get rid of welfare state, you can have an open border. You can have an open border. Or you can have a welfare state, but you can't right. have a welfare state with an open border. Right. Okay. You can't hang out the free shit here sign and then open up the border. Okay. So Trump was right about that. Not building the so, wall. That was so the biggest piece Herbie, of shit. Herbie, what did we learn today? What What's our takeaway in regards to Ukraine? What's um, the, give, a, give us the final closing okay, on it. Everybody should understand there are, number one, no good guys in this fight. These are two horribly corrupt countries going at each other. Okay, number two, everyone needs to understand that we have no national interest in this whatsoever. United States would lose nothing if, if Ukraine becomes part of Russia. It will, this is not, don't buy into the new domino theory. Like they, the same bullshit they sold in the South, the Viet, this is the, this is the Vietnam War. We, the military industrial complex is like dancing a jig over this. Okay, they're selling a domino theory. After the Ukraine, it'll be Hungary and Romania and Poland. No, it won't. You saw what the Russian material did against the Ukrainians. How do you think they're going to do against the Poles with American weapons and a really sophisticated military in NATO? Right. And Article 5 bringing in every other NATO country. How long do you think that would last? And, and Putin is not retarded. Okay? Sure. That, that, that domino theory is bullshit. Okay? We, so he went into Ukraine to... To take it. He wants to, to take it. it. He wants, he, he wants he, to put, make it a part of Russia again. Make it a, a republic... That like Puerto Rico, a, a Commonwealth of Russia, basically. And we okay? should have, we should have, we should have. And then we have know, to ask ourselves the other way. If, if, and then you have to ask yourself. Let's take all the politics out of it. Would the Ukrainian people be worse off? The people, forget the politics and Volodymyr Zelensky and all the rest of it. Would the Ukrainian people have been better off if the Russians would have quickly put an end to this, and life would have gone on? Russians and Ukrainians consider themselves cousins or brothers. Okay, Ukrainians right. in the language I can tell you I can read Ukrainian and understand it. I can't speak it because of a few different twists. But I'm telling you, when I read it, it's it's the, it's even less than the difference between Spanish and Portuguese. It's mm. even less than that. Okay, mm. it's it, it's very understandable. So, what the people? I guess I guess the point is we should just let this thing we play itself let out. Nature, as tragic as it is, ninety nine point nine percent of the time. The right thing to do about almost anything is nothing. Taoism, yeah. Okay, Taoism. It's, and and yeah. Taoism has been true since 600 years before. It's always been true, but it was discovered 600 BC, okay, by Lao Tzu, and he was right. Because Think of your own life. Every time we do something, we create a whole new set of stress. Once you start, and I have, I've done it, and it's true. Once you start, when something comes up and it's wrong, you go, oh, I'm not going to do anything about it. And it always works itself out.
it just exa- another way to say it, isn't it? Is the cover up is always worse than the crime? The cover up thing. <laughs> it's not. No, it's it, no, it's not a cover up. It's just there's there are the no reaction. Solution. The reaction. No, listen, it's a cousin. Listen. No, the right. lesson the lesson here is there there are there's no such thing as a solution. There's only, only a trade-off. A trade-off yeah. Okay, to anything. Right? Yeah. If you even even in a in a transaction, and that's why capitalism works. It's a vol- you're giving up your money is is the consequence, but you're getting right. the, the product. The trade-off is up front. Is up front and is voluntary. Yeah. These trade-offs are buried and come up later and are destroying mm. us. And 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 I hate to be so horrible and dark, but people need to start preparing themselves. You need to move your money into gold and Bitcoin and no other cryptocurrency, only Bitcoin. Bitcoin will like de- nothing. Uh, the cryptocurrency market looks to me a lot like the dot-com market did in the late 1990s. Not in the sense that they're exactly the same thing, but the, all these meme, these meme coins that are just out there, you know, the the Inus and the Sidas and all the rest. There's millions of them. Okay, literally. They're I only have Bitcoin and chain, a little chain link. Okay, that's fine. And, yeah. and I, by the way, I own some Solana and I own some Polkadot and I own some uh, Avalanche. Chicken wing. Oh, wait, what else, what else do I, I have? But, but most of my, and I own some Ether. I own some Ether because I, I have it paying me interest. Potato salad coin. But all of these goofy coins, the Shibu Inus and all that other shit, it's all going away. It's going to crash out with everything else. Right. But Bitcoin will detach because Bitcoin, Bitcoin is the hardest money in the history of the world. That's what Elizabeth Warren doesn't get, or she gets it and is right. so antithetical to the way our government works that she can't quite face it. Mm-hmm. Okay, because, and that's why, Amazing for example, statement se- that you presented. Yeah. Well, look, Senator, you want to want to know a senator that gets it? Watch uh, Cynthia Lummis from Wyoming. She gets it. Okay, Cynthia Lummis is probably the smartest senator in the Senate that no one's ever heard of. Because she her, doesn't yeah. give it because she doesn't she does, she's that rare senator that doesn't look in the mirror and see the president of the United States. Right. So, you know, it's, and, and she understands. But Bitcoin, because the algorithm and that's what makes it unique. It's it's a proof of work al- algorithm that can't be it cannot cannot be altered. Right. It, OK, even gold, the market can be flooded. The universe is full of it. You never gold is pretty hard, but the hardest currency of all is Bitcoin. Mm. Okay, it's it, there's a limited supply. It's an absolute supply, and when it's out, it's out. And then that's will be what's out there. And it will be. And I believe Bitcoin will become the storehouse currency for all the other currencies of the world. I think ultimately the new dollar will be backed by cryptocurrencies and gold, and pr- maybe a mixed basket of of commodities too. But mm. there's currency is we're going to get rid of the Federal Reserve. We're going to have an asset backed cryptocurrency backed. Digital currency. We're going to do away with paper money. That's silly. Who, mm-hmm. who uses it anymore anyway? No, I mean, I, know, makes sense. I mean, my generation does, but we're all going to die off. And, well, my and- grandma is going to be very disappointed. God bless her. She's 91 now, and uh, she, she, she's amazing. God bless her. And she said to me, what do you mean you don't carry cash? You know, what happens if you, if you get stuck on the road anymore. somewhere? I was the guy back in the 1980s that always had at least $500 in my pocket. Always. Okay. Now I don't have a dollar. Why? I, in fact, it. I don't even need my when I you know I go I go walking the with wallet. my dog you don't every day. Yeah. Right. If, if, if I if I decide on the way home I want to stop at uh, Quick Mart and grab a drink, you don't need your my, wallet. I just need my phone. I touch my I know, phone. I know, and I went to Starbucks before our uh, recession today, and yeah. uh, I I was very close. I was like, I guess I'll bring my wallet just because my license is in there. Okay. Yeah. 
But yeah. the fact is that cryptocurrency don't don't fall for the joke of the digital dollar. That's they're just, just trying to sucker sucker you in because mm. it's not hard. You, you, yeah. And that's another reason, by the way, that states it, look. If California wants to have welfare, then California can have welfare. That's fine. California couldn't do the damage that what's happening now because California can't print currency. And since California can't issue currency as a state, it has to live within its means. It has to live within its tax revenue. Okay, Therefore, it would be a much leaner, meaner, better run system if they decide to do it. Okay, And right. much more practical and designed for how the, the situation in California. No, nope, makes sense. You know, and so, then it's in the same, some states, like, for example, I'm pretty sure Wyoming, probably will have no welfare at all of any kind. It'll be, if you want to come here, you're coming here to work. Okay. But other states like New York and California may choose to, to continue. As long as they can't print money, I don't give a shit what they do. As long as mm. state, you should be free to do what you want, as long as you can't wreck everybody while you're doing it. If you want to, if you think you're the guy, that can, if, if you're a progressive who thinks you can pull off the progressive experiment, okay, go to a state, get control of it, do what you do, what you, but don't ruin the rest of our lives while you're fucking around. Hmm. You know, maybe it'll work. And then you know what'll happen? That's how I feel about education. I mean, <laughs> for example, when we break up the monopoly, that's the public schools and everything becomes a charter or, or a voucher, something like that. Every school should be a charter basically. And all yeah. the charter school, a charter school yeah. is a public school, except it's yeah. autonomous. Let, 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 let's just not even go on that okay. tangent at this point. Yeah, I, I could go there. So yeah, anyway, yeah, yeah. let's not, let's not. Let me all stop right. you. Um, well, big reflection on our conversation today. Uh, I think I'm going to call the episode on Ukraine and inflation. Um, maybe how about, the, how about you? How about you, Ukraine and the law of unintended consequences? Mm. How about okay. Ukraine? How about Ukraine, inflation, and the law of un unintended consequences? It's your it's your podcast, baby. This sounds good well, to me. It, I know it doesn't flow that well. You know, it's better I don't care. Too. Whatever makes no, you. No, well, I mean, what do you think? I mean, Ukraine, inflation, and the law of unintended consequences. Too much. I'm going to give you a little, I'm going to give you a little, uh, 65 year old to young man advice. Ready? Yeah. You ask everybody's opinion too much. I know. Do, do well, what you so want. half of it is me. Yeah. Well, I'd say 50% of follow. it is me. Just, just, yeah, I hear Lead. you. And I appreciate Lead. that. Lead. I, know. Don't I, I appreciate that. No, I'm listening and I appreciate that. Sometimes uh, listen, I, I, you know, I, I'll just do anything for engagement. Right. I think you're a very good, I think you're very good. I think you have a great voice. I think you're very smart. I, you ask good questions. You're fun to talk to. I think it's mm. really good. All I would say is, because I follow you all the time, is you ask too many questions. I know, I know. You know, just stop asking people. Just do the right, you know what the right thing is to do. Trust Trust yourself. Right. It's a journey. It's my journey that I'm on, and 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 I and I. Well, for whatever I, it's I, worth, I believe you. you listen, know. I love you, Brian. But I'm I, just I and, you, and 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 do it. Do what you. God knows, my my advice just then was worth exactly what you paid for it. But there it is. Thank you so much, man. I appreciate. It. I love you too, man. You're a great man. And uh, back at you. Yeah. And everybody that listens, you know, listen. Do me a favor. Pick up a copy of A Radical Reset and read it. Just yeah. do yourselves, do yourselves. You can get it on Kindle for $9.99. It's not yep. going to break the bank. You can get a paperback if you if you don't like to read on your phone or, or your device, and you can get a hardcover if you want it, okay? But it's a well-thought-out ideology, isn't it? It's well thought out. Yeah. And by the well way, I, foot, I, I, I footnote all the way through. When, when I make a claim, I always footnote where I drew it from so that no one thinks it's bullshit. 
because I am not, I, what we, we're living in a time, you know, I'll leave, let me leave you with this. Go ahead. Let me leave you with this. George Orwell said that in a time of lies, a person telling the truth becomes a revolutionary. Mm. When the lie, actually he said, when lies, be, if you live in a time when lies become the truth, uh, then the truth teller becomes a revolutionary. Mm. That's, that's we're living great. in that time. Okay. Yeah. Understand that we're living in a very Orwellian present, and it's it, it, and the, the creep of the government into our lives. It's everywhere. We, and this is my closing. Cl Half of everything you're buying right now in inflated prices would go away because your taxes are being paid at almost every level of production and on every raw material everywhere. You're paying every time you buy anything, you're paying all kinds of taxes you don't even know you're paying. Right. We are just way way too wrapped up with this. Okay? And anti-politism is a incredibly well thought out deep, uh, easy to read, and reasonable idea, a way to get rid of if you all that if you, and unleash if you allow yourself, if you, if you allow yourself to get past being a cynic and come at it as a skeptic, right. you'll come out Break of it through going, the Orwellian mind state. And, and, and every, just remember, whether you're a Republican or a Democrat, 99% of what you're being fed by either Fox News or MSNBC or any of the other outlets that, that serve either part is propaganda being repeated over and over until it becomes a fact. Okay? You you can't keep most of what we think is true. Okay? It's just repeated propaganda that's becoming You know fact. It, it doesn't it go back to the Plato thing and the allegory of the cave. Mhm. Mm it does. When 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 and just for the audience I, I such a great little story I guess the allegory it is where you know the people are in this cave and they're in like this lower section of it and all they see is, all they have for light is this fire that they have and they're way deep below and they no such thing as access to the surface and uh the fire goes and what they see is uh the shadows you know their situation is such that they see shadows um uh, of certain objects cast on the cave wall from the fire and they think those shadows are the objects themselves because all they see is the shadow whereas they've never been to the surface and they have no idea what those objects actually look like something like that yeah but basically it's you know if if you don't see some if you don't see something in the sunlight basically you're not seeing it and not mm. and nothing that we're seeing now is in the sunlight from, every, from the political mm -hmm. it's just too far gone it's too poisonous it it's <sighs> It'll Man. never reconcile. It'll never There's reconcile. There's so much vitriol on the left. There really is. I don't mean to, but there's so much vitriol for capitalism um, amongst uh, the, the uh, in the younger generation. And, again, really it's, and, and, and why that is, is because, A, again, system. you're born because ignorant, but system. you're taught to be stupid. They've hmm. been taught to be stupid, and therefore they don't discern the difference between repeated propaganda and an actual verifiable researched and published fact yep and as you said earlier maybe when the when the rubber meets the road when they get a little older and hit the real world they'll come to that uh churchillian revelation well, i got news for you they're going to get a they're going to get a lesson in about 18 months right they're going to get a lesson their easy lives are life's going to get really hard i mean we're going to be we're not going to starve okay and the buildings will still be standing and the cars will still be there and the United States is probably, if we don't, if we just stop with the fucking climate thing, just uh, enough already. And, and, and let, and I, I, listen, I don't even, we'll talk climate don't another even, day. Yeah. I, by the way, don't even for, open for, the, can of worms. for the, for the listeners, I completely accept the, the findings of the IPCC report.
only that I'm, I think I might be the only guy that read it. <laughs> I mean, not really. That's, that's a, actually yeah. a great clip. I'm writing this down, climate change. Uh, definitely, let's talk about that soon. Yeah, yeah. I want to get your thoughts a, on that. I, well, you know, anyway. Let's not, that's a cliffhanger. Let's not, yeah, let's leave it. Let's not destroy yeah. our country by mm -hmm. every time we see a problem, deciding we have to do something about it. Overreacting, overreacting. That's a theme here, too. Mm -hmm. be, be a Taoist. 99.99% right. of the time, the best thing to do is nothing. Right. We could have done nothing about Ukraine and it would have played itself out. Right. And there wouldn't have been a, the, one, the famine that is 100% certain to come would never have come. Joe Biden's decision to do the sanctions might have felt good to everybody at the time, but he's going to kill millions of Africans. Well, this hopefully will not come to pass, but you sound pretty confident and time will tell. And uh, hopefully you're wrong, but, uh, you know. Facts are inconvenient things. Yeah, yeah. So we'll and, see. By the way, there's, not, there's nothing secret that I said. You know, people who are willing to actually do the research, it's all there. It's yeah. just not. No, no, it, it doesn't sound, uh, it sounds totally uh, well-researched and, and fact-based and reasonable. Uh, let's just hope it doesn't come to pass. I, well, yeah. listen. I hope so. I hope so. Yeah. Yeah. Mohammed Alarian, at uh, who's the, who's the chief the chief economist at uh, it starts with an A, a huge alliance. He he's the chief um, economist at Alliance. And I think he's maybe the smartest economist on Wall Street. Not the smartest economist of all, but on Wall. He's a very smart guy. Yeah. And he, by the way, sees it coming too. And he makes the chances of us not having this at you know like this. Forget it. It's not. It, it's it's happening. Right. It, well, it's, it's, it's happening. You, it's, it's, so, this so, is it. uh, yeah. So you, you do talk, you know, a lot about this. The great uh, reset is, is that you read the, radi the radical reset? Yeah, the radical so, reset. Yeah, the and, great reset and, is globalism. That's not that's not what yeah. I'm advocating. I'm saying let's just start over. Let's yeah. be a democracy, but let's have people who who serve us instead of rule us. Let's mm -hmm. let's have mm -hmm. a government of selection, yeah. not election. Yeah. Let's not let's not let the parasites vote themselves how much they get. Yeah, okay, yeah. that's ridiculous. This is all, guys. Go to go to Amazon.com and type in a radical reset. That's where the, this is all coming from. His theory, ideology, anti-politism. It's uh, well, just think about what he said with his Orwell quote. You know, that's it, right? That's it. In times that's of it. when, times when, of if you live in a time when lying becomes the truth, then a truth teller is a revolutionary. Yeah. And that's how I see myself as a revolutionary. And revolutions are brought by very small groups. If you look at if you look at the success of revolutions worldwide, it's always a tiny minority of activists that bring it about. Right. And that's what I seek. I want to get a I want to get a people around the country will be a minority, but we really don't need that much. So that when the shit hits the fan, there's, there's some ready other to go. Right. Otherwise, we're gonna we're, we're gonna end up in a, in a fascist country. It, as sure as God made little green apples, there are mm. plenty of would be autocrats out there who will right. who will who will right. try to sell. And, and and remember, people who are taught to be stupid can can actually fall for the big lie. Okay, mm -hmm. so someone sure. will come out after this. Some there'll be more than one competing to be the autocrat because they'll see their their opportunity. That's believe me. Trump was just the primer. Oh, he, it might even, well, he's too old. It'll be someone yeah. like him. I'll yeah. you, you know who I have my eye on is the autocrat and in the making has got to be that guy, Holly out of Missouri. I would, that's exactly who I went to. God yeah. bless. That guy is a Hitler in the making. I'm just telling mm. you. So, I mean, he is yeah, dangerous. That's, he that's is, exactly he, he is a, who I went to. <laughs> he is so, awesome. his, his beliefs are so facile and he is so convincing.
that I, I he is I, dangerous. I, I, yeah, I, I, I think and he you, would be a good candidate to be the uh, the uh, autocrat, but uh, that's not a compliment, and I don't no. think it's going to happen. But no. but I I fear I, I understand that totally. Yep. Yes. Just, just so just and, and believe me, with, people. The people who have been taught to be stupid, and it, again, it's not that they have low IQs. They've been taught to be stupid. They don't have, they've never been taught to reason with a classical education. The, the, the benefit of a classical education is it teaches you to reason, not how to think. There's an right. enormous difference. Right. Totally. Okay? Yeah. And that's you know, what and I'm trying to do with this podcast a little bit is to just play a very small role in helping people, primarily myself, uh, reason through these things and uh, take some people with me and help help us just try to understand each other a little bit so that we have a little more respect for for each other with different political views. Because, you know, you can skin a cat a lot of different ways, I guess. Not really. Mm. We'll, we'll <laughs> just have to you. agree to disagree. <laughs> yeah. The best way to skin no. the cat is leave it the fuck alone. How about right. that? Don't even skin it. Yeah, just leave Put it alone. Let grow. the cat live its life. It'll be fine. Right it won't bother you. Interesting. Isn't that funny? That's a really good metaphor, actually. Yeah. That's a really good metaphor. To I wouldn't on. try to skin the cat. I'd leave it alone. Right. I'd say, hey, Who's, you know, who, hi, Why kitty. would you skin a fucking cat, asshole? Yeah, like, I mean, why would I do it? I mean, yeah. like, what kind of a moron would... That's, all, that's you know, old world style. We don't skin cats. Yeah, anymore. I mean, but seriously, when you know, like, even in your own life, when presented with, should I do this or should I do that, consider doing nothing and watch how simple... Your life well, I'll tell becomes. you what, I, I, that resonates with me uh, very much so. That, that, and that's a perfect place to leave it, but I can totally agree with that. Uh, just in the last few days, I've made uh, you know, big decisions and, and had certain discussions with people, and uh, th- what I'm doing is nothing, and um, I feel pretty good about it. Good, I'm oh, proud. That, that's yeah, the way, and you. you know what? Life will, re- life will reveal itself to you, believe right. me. right. Mm. You know, and you'll and you'll seem wise. That's wisdom. Wisdom is not reacting at every goddamn thing. Right. Let's leave it there, buddy. That's perfect place to leave it. That just summarizes the whole vibe of this episode. So thank perfect. you, buddy. Thank I, you. Hey, I love doing it. Thanks so much. No, me too. Thank you so much. It's always a pleasure, and uh, I'm really grateful for your time. As always, look forward to doing it again soon. Can't wait. Like likewise. Take care, man. Yep. Bye.